Welcome back to the She Gets It Pod Show. Where anything is possible to fall out my mouth. You know what? I want you to make a podcast. And the only and I want you to say this is a question from Drake with Everything Culture. His question for me is why? And I just want to just just go at it. But the question for you is why? Good morning, y'all. Good morning. Hello, Shan, Shan, Shan. Special good morning to you. Um, why? Um, that's the question for you today. Why? So, anything said in this episode is Drake's fault. <laughs> but I feel like Drake's question is valid on why. I say, or I do, or I show up like I do um, with people or just in society because it's my comfort zone. My comfort zone is Chantal doing what Chantal can for Chantal. You know what I'm saying? Because I could count on myself. Um... I can be responsible for what I do. I can be responsible for what time I get somewhere. I can be responsible for the effort I put into something. And so there's no doubt there. Um, So my why and why I make the decisions that I do when I do things, it, it starts with me and it ends with me. It's not about... Well, let me get this person's opinion on this before I do it. Or, you know, let me ask this person for their advice. If it feels good to me, it's good with me. If it feels good in my core, I'm going to say it. If I truly feel like I don't want to, there is nothing you can tell me to make me pursue whatever it is that I feel I'm done with, right? And I've always been that way. Um, I was never a kid that gave trouble in school, but I did have my days where I just was like super defiant and I'm not going with the flow today. I'm not doing what's on your lesson plan I'm not in the mood to do anything today for you. And because my mom didn't drive and we took the bus most times or the train to get where we had to go, they could never bother me by saying, okay, let's go to the office and call your mom. (laughs) I was like, okay, let's go. Let's go. We're going on a hallway trip. To the office to call my mom, where she's gonna do absolutely nothing. <laughs> Cause nothing, cause she does nothing when it comes to disciplining us. Like there were no rules in my house for real. There were no, if you don't do this, this is gonna happen. There was no chores because I always love to clean. My mom never had to give me chores. I always love to clean. I would clean my space, my room, the living room, the kitchen, her room, 
my brother's room, the bathroom, like, that's why I'm like, when anybody tries to say, oh, you know, Chantal, she, she, you know, she keeps place the mask, you're a liar. You're a liar. <laughs> I, re- I used to get in trouble with ex number three for cleaning his friend's place if he left me there too long. Because most men are trifling. Most men keep an untidy space. The only man that I've ever seen keep keep a nice place is one that probably was in the military. One that probably likes men. And one that had a strict-ass mom that will knock them between the washer and dryer and they just have like PTSD where they just can't stop cleaning. You know, it's it's hard to be out of that bubble and you just keep things nice and neat and clean and everything has a place. And sometimes men who are completely anal on like deep cleaning all the damn time, they are dealing with some other issue of control but anyway we're not gonna go there (laughs) but um yeah so um calling my mom from the office my mom's gonna ask me what's going on and I'm gonna tell her nothing she's gonna ask me why I don't want to do what I'm being asked to do and I'm gonna tell her I just don't feel like it and I just had those days where it's just like I'm not today and I feel like every teacher knew how to deal with me. Um, Most of the time, my desk was put out in the hallway or outside. And I had time to gather myself and let them know when I want to come back in the classroom. Or if I didn't, I'd just get my things, write me a pass, and go to art class, you know? Um, And because I didn't have those boundaries as a kid or limitations or consequences to my my actions or non-actions I created this Chantal space and the Chantal space I do what I want to do and what I don't want to do I don't do and whoever has a problem with what I don't want to do and the fact that I'm not going to do it that's their problem that's not mine and when I pick jobs fast forward I pick jobs where I can be my complete self a bigger percentage of the time than I'll be the persona that they want me to be in order to do the job. So I never worked at places that required me to have a uniform. I never worked at places where I couldn't walk away from a customer or a client. I never worked at places that demanded me to shut down my life outside of work because can't nobody pay me enough to be um, this work persona and be happy to be at work and dress this way while you're at work and talk this way while you're at work. No, y'all could kiss my ass. So my why and why, my why and why, my why and what I do 
is because I'm comfortable doing it that way. It's it's like it's like carrying home everywhere that I go. Me saying something that's in my head, as vulgar as it may be, as random as it may be. <laughs> If I can do it, I'm going to do it. If I can say it, I'm going to say it. Um, What comes out of my mouth, people might not be comfortable with saying on their own. And so they give me looks. So they have a little little laugh. Um, And most people know, okay, that's Chantal. And when people be like, oh, that's Chantal, it means like... Yeah, it's not normal, but knowing what Chantal has already done around me, I would not expect anything less. You know what I'm saying? And it's been that way in elementary school. It's been that way in middle school. It's been that way in high school. It's been that way in college. It's been that way since I was 16 working up until now. Like, I really teeter-totter on the line of HR and knowing me and just like you know what <sighs> that's Chantal she's a little borderline but she's she's efficient she's honest she's witty she has good energy she's on top of it she gets her work done she's helpful to others she I've always been the energy that keeps people at a workplace that they may not like. <laughs> like, I've I've had people who chose a schedule that involved me so they could get through the, 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 the day. So they could get through the shift. And I appreciate that. I appreciate that. And it's not that I'm always in a good mood because I'm not. It's that I'm going to make the best with the time that I have being at a workplace. I'm going to make the best with the day that I have, no matter how shitty it is. And my why has brought me comfort. Because what's what's the point of living a life if you're going to live it how someone else wants you to live it? wait like I'm not gonna do it so my comfort zone sometimes is saying the most vulgarous vulgarous is that a thought is that a is that a thought it's clearly it's a thought it's mine is that a, a word but um I say what I want to say you know what I'm saying and if what I say bothers somebody enough I'm not too prideful to not apologize and I'm not too prideful to explain myself. And I know how to throw hands. So if it ever came down to a point of me having to throw hands based upon what I said, I'm ready. What's up? You know, but it has never gotten there because what I say comes from a genuine space. What I do comes from a genuine space. I'm not going to tell you what you want to hear. And I'm not going to tell you something to keep you where you shouldn't be. And sometimes where people shouldn't be is around me. (laughs) 
And I hope those people are, are living great lives, but I'm not going to sugarcoat anyone's wrong, no matter how close we are or how long we've been friends or how long we've been together. Like, if I ain't feeling it and you want to really have that conversation, we got to have that conversation. And more than not, the person that's going to leave that conversation upset is not going to be me. Because I would rather give someone my full honesty when they ask than to sugarcoat some shit and have them stick around where I know they shouldn't be. And it's not saying that people are just bad or they they were horrible to me. Because a lot of people were not horrible to me that are not around anymore. A lot of people were just not for me and I don't feel bad about them not being for me I feel like we saved each other time that we couldn't get back if they stuck around and I hope they're doing good in life but my why is way more important than keeping somebody where they shouldn't be my why is very important to keep my peace my why on why I do and say things um, gives my family the space to have options. And I think a big reason why a lot of companies and jobs and service spaces have miserable people because they are too scared to do something different. So they stay where they hate being. They keep people around that they cannot stand. And they just put out this miserable energy on other people because they're not happy. And a lot of people are not happy with themselves. I can honestly wake up and tell you that I am at peace with myself. I am happy with myself. But that doesn't mean... I'm not trying to improve because I'm trying to improve the way that I eat. I'm trying to improve um, finding my ultimate skin regimen. I'm trying to improve uh, new ways to play with my hair. I'm trying to improve my body. You know what I'm saying? I love my titties. I would like my arms to be slimmer, so I'm going to work out. I'm not going to get cut up. Like some of you bitches getting really comfortable with. I'm going to go work out on my arms. I've been walking more. Um, I got new dumbbells, so I'm going to be doing some more arm workouts. I'm stretching more. I'm doing squats at night, and in the morning, I'm eating Zero fat Greek yogurt at night and in the morning. Um, 17 grams of protein in the goddamn yogurt that's tasteless as hell. And the only way I could get flavor is if I put blueberries and, and grapes and strawberries on that hoe. I'm drinking green tea without sugar. Like, I'm doing the work. I'm doing shit that most women my age are not willing to do because they don't like it or it's nasty or that's boring or I'm going to just go get this done instead of doing the work. And 
I I just want to be better. And I, I'm a child that grew up with two older parents, like older, older. And one of which has always had medical issues. Just so y'all know, a great way to support podcasters is simple. It's about finding out what else they're into. A lot of podcasters are not backed by a major company giving them opportunity after opportunity and giving them millions of dollars. But shouts out to them. For the indie podcasters, the ones that do it from the ground up themselves or with a small team, we need support. And the way that we can support a podcaster like myself and others is by finding what else they're into. If you go to shambypodden.com, you will find that I'm also providing help to other people who want to podcast or, you know, fine tune their podcast to figure out how to go ahead and market it on different platforms. Because I truly believe that podcasting is 20% of podcasting, actually physically doing the episode. And the rest is marketing and, and content and research and getting to a new audience while keeping your consistent audience with you. And the way that you can support me is either by buying a book for yourself or someone else that's in podcasting or buying some merch on She Gets It Shop with Teespring. That'll support me. That'll support the show. Dropping a review and letting other people know your thoughts on the podcast, where to find the podcast, reviewing and sharing a post that I post. A lot of people like to sit and just let me follow this page. That's just not active supporting. That is just like, let me just watch what they're doing. Actively supporting someone is watching them consistently show up and actually reposting and sharing and letting your audience know that, hey, this person over here exists. They're dropping something good. I enjoy it. Check it out for yourself. Every time someone supports me, I appreciate it because you don't have to. I really created this podcast out of nothing, out of thin air. And I'm so glad I'm at 20 seasons. And I want to thank you guys for supporting me. Continue to support. And I'll continue to keep giving you content. Now back to the show. And as a child, I was put in a position multiple times to take care of her. You know what I'm saying? I I watched my mom have at least two strokes. You know, I've I've drove in the back of an ambulance with my mom multiple times. Um, I've been in foster care because my mom was sick and my family is shit. My relatives are shit. Most of them. Um and that is another that is another why right there. That is another why why I'm very choosy about my people. I'm very choosy about who gets to stay around my kids, who gets to take my kids places. I'm very choosy about who I feel is my family. I'm picky. I don't take my kids around everybody. I don't introduce my kids to everybody. Um there's people that I'm related to that I will never introduce my kids to. Like I I that is my why because of how I grew up. I grew up with a mom that was very um naive and killing with kindness and yeah, they did this to me that was wrong, they did that to me that was wrong, but 
I'm going to show up for Sunday dinner and we're going to eat and we're going to act like it never happened. <clears throat> I grew up with that mom and all that did for me was teach me to avoid these people when I'm older. Don't come around these people when I'm older. Don't let anyone treat me like that. Don't let it become a second time, a third time, a fourth time. Don't let it become a thing that I'm okay with. You know what I'm saying? And so now that I'm a, I'm an adult, my mom is learning that the things that she allowed shaped me to become this mom, this woman, um, this aunt, this sister, this you know, cousin, this niece, okay? Um, she allowed too many people to stick around that should have never had access to her, to me, to my brothers. So when she was like, oh, you just don't like people, you don't like um, anyone coming to your house, <laughs> And I don't. And I don't. Can you blame me? I saw too much of, you know, when I grew up. And that is another why for me on why I'm very picky. On why I don't go to bars. I don't go to clubs. I don't hang around a lot of people. I don't go to parties. Um, I spent too much time as a child, as a teenager around people I did not like. For the sake of my mom. My dad w really wasn't a people person. And as I gotten older, I <laughs> I figured out that I'm more like my dad in that way. Because he knew when people was full of shit. He knew phony energy. And he was about his business, his money, and doing whatever the fuck he wanted to do. And that is more of my personality than it is my mom where... She's just nice to everybody. She's just giving to everybody. She just allows people to be nasty and sees them tomorrow and just calls it a new day. She keeps all her um, unhappy feelings and um, past trauma inside. And she doesn't release it when it needs to be released so she doesn't have to carry it. And I released that shit. I had to learn how to release that shit. And so I put the bullshit on the table. And a lot of people can't handle somebody that puts the bullshit on the table. But I do it that way because how dare you think I'm going to walk around with your shit. That is a big why for me. So when it comes to why I say things the way I say it. Because humor has brought me comfort in the most ugliest situations. Um, you know, going to the doctors and them asking you those post questions of the appointment. Does, does anyone in your family have heart issues, diabetes, hypertension, um, glaucoma? And me like, yes, 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 yes. And you know, stroke, yes, yes. You know what I'm saying? Because I can't walk around being sad of, sad about 
my mom's sicknesses. I can't walk around and being sad that my dad passed away when I was 18. Um, I can't walk around being gloomy about the fact that I dealt with some shit as a kid I shouldn't have had to deal with. All I can do is make sure that the new generation of who I am, my children, have a better childhood than me. Have has has a mom that has boundaries for them so they don't push boundaries of authority as they get older. A mom that makes sure they're around good people and they see good people. A mom that's always giving them lessons and 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 sharing experiences and being very honest and upfront. A mom that doesn't have them around people I don't like. For the sake of showing face, a mom that makes sure they have a full childhood. A mom that makes sure they feel safe, they feel loved, they have what they need. They they have a another parent that loves them, that shows up for them, that they could count on, that they feel comfortable at their house, like whew. That's my why. And so the way that I am brings me comfort. And the way that I, that I am keeps phony people away. It's like a phony people repellent because I call shit out when I see it. Um, if I don't like your energy or I don't like how you dealt with a situation and it's a character flaw, I'm not looking for you to change that shit. Don't worry. I'm going to be all the change you need. I'm going to move from around you. So if you see that I'm not calling as much, it's on purpose. If you see that I'm not around as much, it's on purpose. If you see that, you know, we ain't in no group text having any back and forth, it's on purpose. And if anybody has ever been like, you know what, I'm not your friend because it is, great. Because I'm not changing anything I said. My feelings are not changing if if we are friends or you consider me this, I should be able to tell you when you're right and I should be able to tell you when you're wrong. Whether or not you can handle it, that's on you. But I don't feel no type of way of, let me take this back. I'm not taking shit back. You know what I'm saying? If we broke up, we were supposed to break up. If this didn't work the first time, it was never supposed to work. Okay, let's not peel scabs, okay? So, for me, my why is my home. My why brings me peace and comfort. My why may give people laughs. (laughs) My why can be found on this podcast. And so, that is my answer, Drake. You know, why is she like this? She's like this because this is, life has molded this person this way. And for whoever can't handle it, it's okay. And whoever thinks they can handle it, good luck. And whoever finds deep comfort in it, you're welcome. Because it's not all the great good things that have made me this way and then the other 
horrible things I had to experience that made me, it's a mixture of that shit. Okay. So yes, that is my why. Thank you for listening. (laughs) Peace. And just so we're clear, the question that made Drake even ask me why was out of the blue in my mind I saw a roast beef sandwich on a commercial and I asked in the group chat in the podcast group chat that we're in on my phone with other podcasters I asked why does old pussy lips look like roast beef meat (laughs) damn she fucking gets it